Katieosaurus, and welcome back to Infinite Quest Fangirl Friday. I know, remember this? We used to do this. We're doing it again. Shut up. Don't worry about it. All right. So this week, uh, our guest is the fascinating, super interesting, and very successful podcaster, actor, teacher, doer of many cool things, uh, co-host of the Stuff Mom Never Told You podcast, Annie Reese. Annie Reese, hi, thanks for being here. Hi, thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited. <laughs> was that the worst intro you've ever had? Be honest, it's fine. Uh, no, I think that was one of the best. I really liked it. It was sort of like a roller coaster. I wasn't sure where it was, it was going, it and was... I really enjoyed it. <laughs> it I like adrenaline, so it was great. <laughs> it was really good. It's, I get I get hyped up because I, I my secret is that I, I look everybody up on LinkedIn before oh. we go on the podcast. But no, I was actually, I was really excited. I was really excited to have you on because i didn't know that you have a background in education yeah yeah i do it's really funny because every time someone asks me how i got to podcasting i'm always like if you're looking for advice in this it's not gonna help <laughs> you because essentially i went to school i wanted to be a cia agent or something okay um, okay which i would have been terrible at Okay. I would have been awful at. We'll circle back to that. That's already the most interesting thing that's ever happened on this <laughs> podcast, but we'll continue. Okay. I always I always wanted to like ultimately do something in uh, entertainment or creating stuff, but my parents were very much like, you'll never make money off of that. Yeah. So I went to school to like learn languages and I wanted to kind of be like a diplomat and travel. And through that, I landed this teaching job uh, in China. And I was going to move to China and my parents were begging me not to. <laughs> and then randomly I posted my resume in high school for this company called How Stuff Works, which is sort of the company I still work for now. Um, it's been bought out by a lot of other people, but, uh, and, and they were like, please, 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 please go. Cause it was located in Atlanta, which was only an hour away from them. And I went and I got the job. And so here I am. And here you are. <laughs> yes. I have so many questions yeah. uh i like honestly like originally like my secret plan was that i was gonna have like a whole conversation about like being like women in the industry but now i just want to mm -hmm. know about like okay why the cia what is going on there please tell me all about this this is fantastic i would like to hear more please <laughs> what was the plan like did you have like what did you have like the career trajectory where you were like i'm gonna learn every language i'm gonna get a friend in every country like what was the plan yeah yeah i i think like it was very misinformed in a lot of ways, <laughs> but I ultimately, I really wanted to travel and I just have a lot of random skills. And yes. so I thought like, Ooh, I could finally use my bow and arrow prowess. Like it didn't make any sense. It didn't make any sense at all. But I think I'm also, like I said, I do love adrenaline. I do love excitement. So there's that aspect of it. But uh, I have come to find out most of the CIA is not like that. And I actually don't really like a lot of what they do. So. <laughs> That's honestly valid. Secondary yeah. follow-up question. Bow and arrow question mark? You're yeah. just dropping, you're just dropping these like little, little just gold nuggets <laughs> of delight. I love this for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, my friends like to say my apartment is very eclectic. But yeah. the first thing you see when you enter is like a Captain America short, a Captain America shield, a lightsaber a winter soldier arm and a bow and arrow um it's right there just in case i grew up next to a um i wouldn't say he was like a hardcore survivalist but he was definitely like he had a bunker mm -hmm. uh and he had 
like you know the all of the cans you could ever want uh and he was a hunter and he taught me how to use bow and arrow uh <laughs> and we were very our relationship was very interesting because he was very conservative and i was very liberal and he was always telling me like when the world ends you're the first to go uh <laughs> but i learned how to shoot a bow and arrow so <laughs> i'll take it i mean okay so then secondary follow-up question you said you have a lot of strange skills so what is your what's the gamut can we paint a picture with your words oh goodness it's nothing useful to be honest that's the thing like i uh i can fix your playstation 2 if it's broken i'm really good at that okay uh yeah excellent at that i'm really good at puns uh so if you need a good pun got it (laughs) Uh, I can, I'm like, this is my cosplay closet, so I can build some costumes, Okay, which could have been useful in the CIA. I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel like, yeah, you have to have cool disguises and stuff from what yeah. I understand. Yeah. And I definitely would not have been what they were expecting. I would have shown up in like my yeah. winter soldier outfit and they'd be like, mm. <laughs> Just, I don't get this. Just picturing you going to like a job interview at the CIA, just full Winter Soldier cosplay, and just be like, "Oh, is this not what I thought?" Oh. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I read business professional, and this is what I thought it would be. I <laughs> Listen, dress for the job you want. That's what I always say. Yes, excellent advice. <laughs> also, if it makes you feel better, I am sitting within uh, arm's reach of at least a Captain America shield and a lightsaber. I don't have a winter soldier arm, but like many of the same there. Yeah. Game recognized game. It's I fine. love it. I love it. <laughs> so, okay. So you get, so you get this, I'm just, God, I'm so distracted. Like, I'm just like, Oh, we're the same person. Cool. Okay, cool. Did yes. like, how was your doctor who face? How was that for you? Was that good? It was, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. <laughs> I had a pretty strong crush on David Tennant for a hot minute. Um... Okay. This is, these are the hard hitting journalistic questions they that I'm going to ask you now. Ready? I'm nervous. <laughs> Question number one, favorite American girl. Go. Oh. <laughs> is it Samantha? <laughs> Correct. Correct. Uh, yes. <laughs> number two, were you a obsessed with the Titanic person or obsessed with ancient Egypt person? ancient egypt for sure okay cool 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 see mm-hmm. this is i was like okay <laughs> confirmed i watched the mummy 1999 last night <laughs> the cinematic movie masterpiece the mummy <laughs> i love that movie i love that movie so much that is it's... like whenever i'm sick whenever i'm sad i'm watching mm-hmm. the mummy like it's the, oh god i love that movie so much Me i want to get a too. did you see the there was an instagram post that went around and it was somebody had drawn like pinups of the characters from the mummy mm-hmm. and when i tell you that i was like i don't need a tattoo <laughs> of rachel weiss as a sexy librarian i don't need it but i want it deeply and desperately i support this it's good i support it it. okay (laughs) so anyway let's talk about you now okay so you get a podcasting job completely by accident um and you are you were editing right for how stuff works yes yes and it's it's interesting because um at the time i started in 2010 uh i didn't know what a podcast was (laughs) And I was like at the bottom of the the feeding pool. Like I was the intern at the time. So they were like, do this podcasting. Um, and I was like, oh, we're, because uh, Apple wanted wanted us to do it. They were like, it's going to be big, we promise. But I, I really didn't know what it was. And so I just started out editing this thing that I wasn't sure about. And I actually started out editing, one of the podcasts I edited was Stuff One Never Told You. And so through the circle of podcasting life, <laughs> um, I eventually became a host of it. But it, it, it was really, really meaningful to me because I grew up in a small town. Um, 
and I was pretty liberal, but listening to that podcast as an editor, fresh out of college, I was like, oh my gosh, there's so much I didn't know. And I thought I was the only one who thought this and all that stuff. Uh, so it was really, really um, rewarding. And I'm lucky, lucky that I got to do it. I will say it kind of sucks because the reason they put me on that was I was the only woman who was uh, an editor. Yeah. Slash producer, uh, which, you know, it should be a woman producing it. Um, and it worked out, but it does. It's kind of like one of those things. I'm like, well, I was the only one. So that's why they put me out there. Well, okay. So I want to, I want to talk more about this because I like, stuff mom never told you excellent excellent it's you guys are very like you're a very famous and popular podcast like right say it say you're popular i, I will take it <laughs> i will take it but i'm like ooh. it's one of those weird things where i'm always kind of like oh you've heard of it because it can be kind of isolating right when you're podcasting you can get feedback from listeners but i mean currently especially during the pandemic it's just me in my closet like yeah talking (laughs) well we'll see because that's that's what i'm interested in is i'm interested in what it was like going from kind of like an enter and being like oh my gosh i'm like listening it to like all of a sudden like being part of that community and like realizing that you have this like massive community and probably a lot of people feeling and thinking the way that you did about the podcast and now you're hosting it like Mm -hmm. so i guess my question is is just more about like community like what is it like discovering that community and finding that community what was that like as a you know kid from you know living next door to a survivalist (laughs) yeah (laughs) uh it's been amazing because um also as the intern one of the things they had me do was answer listener mail uh and oh itunes reviews horrible but a lot of times the listener mail was really listeners were very vulnerable and they were very open about uh what they were thinking and what their experience had been and how the podcast impacted them. And as an intern reading this, I just thought that was so special and so amazing um, that we could have this community where people wrote in and then we made content addressing some of the concerns they might send or or something like that. And it it was very um, educational for me also, just because again, growing up in a small conservative town, I didn't hear a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, So I got, even though I was sort of the hidden producer editor, I got to see the community before I became a host. I will say it was very scary. Um, I, I am a performer, but I'm a performer who still gets really scared. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I get yeah. that. Yep. <laughs> I like literally hold the, the armchair rest like I'm on an airplane experiencing turbulence. <laughs> like I get so nervous. And um, it's a feminist show. So I was scared to come on as a host because I just struggled with the concept of um, not being a good enough feminist, which I think holds a lot of people back is that fear of not being a good enough feminist. Yeah. Um, But I, I cared a lot about the show and I wanted it to continue and I wanted those conversations to continue. And I wanted, I wanted to hear from those listeners still. I wanted to provide that for people who are still growing up and feeling alone and having these questions. Um, And it's, I know I've said this word like several times, but it's incredibly rewarding because it does, it's mutually beneficial because they just, I learn a lot from them. 
uh, just as much as they learn from me. So I love it. <laughs> Do you feel like getting the opportunity to like hear from your community, like in that, like I'm doing like the intern work, I'm listening or I'm answering the emails. Do you, do you feel, feel like that like informed like how you approached your version of being the host? Yes, definitely. Um, Especially when it comes to uh, mental health, I think, mm-hmm. because a lot of the topics we cover are very, they can be very dark or just difficult. Um. And so I think it's, I've just become, I'm very mindful about that. I'm very mindful about the place someone might be in when they're listening mm-hmm. and trying to provide, like, this is what we're going to be talking about. Uh, and just being careful uh, of listeners' mental health, because I don't want it to be a triggering or bad experience. Um, and that's definitely something I learned through answering listener mail as an intern, because so many people would write in and they were just in a dark place. Um, yeah. And it was, it's a lot of responsibility because you want to provide this content and to help, but ultimately I'm not like an expert or I'm a podcaster and I do research and that's, I think that's valuable, but it's different than <laughs> like medical professional advice. Uh, so definitely keeping that in mind is one of the big, the big things for me. Yeah. Boy, mm-hmm. I sure don't know anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, and also like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to say like the word expert is so weird to me, right? Yes. Because it's like, at what point do you become an expert? Like at what Mm -hmm. point can you quantifiably say like, I am an expert on like ADHD or like whatever it may be, you know? And so like, and that's why like, I think it's like platforms like podcasting are so interesting mm-hmm. because it's like you have the opera you can call up anybody in the whole world and say hey top number one world-class expert and like learn from them but like it very well may be that they learn something from you as well and so that's what i think is so cool about podcasting mm-hmm. yeah it it is awesome um and i think that a lot of it for me in terms of that, like you've just stirred up a whole memory. I used to run, I used to run races all the time. Like I would run these long distance races every weekend. And I went to go get these new shoes and the guy who was selling them to me was like, are you a runner? And I said, no. And he was like, well, how much are you running? And I told him, he was like, you're a runner. <laughs> but like, have it, like claiming, I feel like for a lot of women and marginalized folks, like claiming any expertise or knowledge that you have earned or, or just lived can be difficult um and it's definitely something i have struggled with and i feel like i have to caveat and disclaim everything which i don't think is wrong but i also don't want it to be coming from a place of like i'm just so insecure (laughs) well and i and i think that's the balance because um well you have a second podcast you're also do savor and Mm -hmm. savor is a podcast where you talk to experts and you talk to people who are like into like food science and history and all that stuff which by the way is like one of my like weird special like interests like i'm obsessed with like sociologic like the sociology of food history like you oh my god i'm such a little trash (laughs) goblin nerd sometimes um but like but it's that same kind of thing where it's like yeah like i wrote my master's thesis on bread or whatever but it's like (laughs) am i an expert because i feel like the more you know about something the more you know that there isn't to know or there is yeah. to know. And then you're just like, I could never like, that's how I feel about ADHD. I'm like, I could mm-hmm. never be an expert because there's so much more to learn. 
But yeah. then, you know, I go on other people's podcasts and they're like, ADHD expert. I'm like, no, I'm not. No. <laughs> oh, gosh. No. Oh, God. But so, like, how did Saver come about? Saver was a, uh, I am a, a maximizer of food <laughs> and experience and entertainment. So at the time, I had uh, a show I'd been on had just been uh, canceled. So I had more free space in my schedule. And I went to South by Southwest uh, for work. And everyone there, like, I'll toot my own horn, was very impressed with my <laughs> food map and how I was like, we have to go here. And I ordered it four months ago and like all of this stuff. And then when we got back from that trip, uh, my co-host Lauren Volgabaum came up to me and she was like, I think you should have a food show and I want to be on it. <laughs> I was like, oh all right, I'm into it. Um, and it's been a delight. Uh, it is something that's interesting because I have a kind of strange relationship with food. So it's like, I've had to face some of that. And also that was my first time podcasting. Um, so I was very, very nervous and I had to edit myself at that point And I over edited it for sure. So like when I listened back to the like first episodes, like friends, <laughs> it's fine it's fine you can say um <laughs> uh so it was a real learning curve but the there's so many things in podcasting like whether it's D or um food where it's on the surface seems like it might be kind of simple but if you think about it for us like more than a second <laughs> there's all this like history and social interactions and intersections and how did we get here and like to, uh, yesterday i just made spam masubi which is like a hawaiian snack food and I was just thinking like the history of how all of these ingredients came together that's fascinating yeah often tragic but fascinating yeah um <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh well this doesn't matter at all but I just feel like I need to say that one day I got super bored and I became obsessed with how big was the turkey in a Christmas carol and I found yes. out that nobody had ever asked that question before and now I am the person on the internet who holds that knowledge and I both hate and love that about me but here we are that's what you and I were on the same panel at Dragon Con recently and you brought that up I remember (laughs) yeah I was like that's my one like claim to fame is I was like yeah I did this one dumbass research project one time and now it like follows me around everywhere it's fine Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. speaking of are you going back to Dragon Con not that apropos of nothing but it's fine I am planning on it given given the pandemic doesn't continue to be awful like the last Dragon Con I stayed in a hotel room most of the time, which was fun. It actually turned out to be fun, but uh, I was definitely very cautious. I yeah. am working on a super badass Disco Luke outfit, Disco Luke Skywalker outfit. And if you okay. don't know what I'm talking about, look it up and your day is going to be made. Okay. Um, it's going to be so good. And I'm finally going to get my Mark Hamill tweet, I think. Uh, good. So I'm, good. I'm preparing to, uh, but I am still kind of like, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> What about you? I'm I'm working on a um Jedi black beard, like our flag means yes! death crossover. Also, can I just say nobody at home can see this, but we are both wearing uh Star Wars shirts. Uh, which I I just I saw that. I was like, oh, okay, Annie's cool. Like we can hang. This is fine. <laughs> yeah. 
secondary we're becoming fun. best friends. <laughs> just, I mean, I think like what we're discovering is like we're just like the same person who just like we've had slightly different experiences. And I'm just like, everything yeah. you're saying, I'm like, yes, mm-hmm. I understand this. I understand this. Yes. Um, secondary follow up question Do you have any Star Wars tattoos? I have, okay, I can't show you, but I have a temporary Star Wars tattoo. Okay. I'm planning on getting uh, a permanent one, maybe two. And I've already like figured out who I want to go to. I'm I'm just like I I think I really want them. Um, I'm also going to get a Last of Us tattoo, which is who I was during the Dragon Con panel. Uh, Ellie, I remember that. That was a very good cosplay, and I had the tattoo. Um, I think I'm just like I'm worried that the second I get it done, I'll be like, why did I do this? (laughs) (laughs) But I do I do want to get I want to get the uh, I really like the design of the Jedi symbol, and I want to get like a binary sunset thing. But I'm That's not sure cool. how it would look yet. And I looked up some tattoos actually yesterday. Uh, but I haven't found one that's like singing to me. And I don't want it for people to be like, are those just two circles? Like, I, <laughs> I gotta figure it out. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, I have a, a Star Wars tattoo. And it's, yes? uh, um, well, depending on how you interpret it, it's either an at-at dressed like William Shakespeare or William Shakespeare dressed like an at-at uh it's very excessive i will show you sometime if we Please. find ourselves in the same space because i'm not going to pull my pants down on a podcast <laughs> but it's it's very large it was a cover-up job um I, which actually if you're looking for a star wars tattoo i got a guy i got a guy oh, yes. I'll, pa- I'll give you his name i'm not going to do it on a podcast because i'm i'm not that rude uh but i will pass it along it'll be good i love um, this <laughs> but anyway i'm building i'm taking this bus i'm steering it back Okay. I mean, you know, I have to. This, I, I love this. This is this is why I like I like Fail Girl Fridays because we can just talk about whatever we want. We just buy it, and then people go, "Oh yeah, that's cool." Listen to Annie's podcasts. Um, yeah. But okay, so you also this is I'm very interested in this. You have also been in in the pictures. You've been in the movie films. I have. Yeah. Tell me, tell me of of the of this. You said that with such a voice that now I want to know. know. Tell me about the story. I know. I. I really, again, I'm a nervous performer, but I do love acting. And I also have done some writing for stuff and I love writing. Um, I've been in a lot of bad horror movies, some of which have not come out and I'm very grateful for. I do love a good bad horror movie, actually. I love horror movies. Uh, and then this is going to sound so pretentious, but it's 100% it's okay. true. 10, 10 second pretentious pass here. Fine. Okay, cool. Uh, a friend of mine wrote a screenplay based on like the most boring aspect of my life. Uh, and so that movie exists. And I always cool. caution people to, if they watch it, uh, yeah, I, I, I was kind of like a, an, a what, what is a good word for that? Someone who didn't really have an apartment or a place to be for a good year uh, in Atlanta. And that's what that movie is about. And uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> wasn't it <laughs> as me? Um, that's very cool, though. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> I mean, not that you were unhoused, but like yes. the fact that you were got to be in like your own biopic. That's very cool. Yeah. Well, not all of it's true. I should also put that in there. My mom <laughs> came to see it and she was asking me these questions. I'm like, no, mom, <laughs> it's not true. Wink, wink. Some of it was true, but not all of it. <laughs> um, but you also, you announced recently you've got a pilot. Yeah, 
Yeah, I do. I'm also, I love that you said that because I'm also a super nervous performer, but like mm-hmm. I'm done, I mostly have ever done Shakespeare. And so the thing mm-hmm. about Shakespeare is that if you like are in like a regular play and you say, oh no, Rebecca, instead of Rebecca, oh no, nobody knows. Nobody cares. Like whatever, <laughs> it's fine. But if you walk out on stage and goes, what light through the window breaking is the window light? Break? And then everybody knows that you just dicked up Romeo and Juliet. And so there's yep. a lot of pressure to get it right most of the time. Mm-hmm. So I get really nervous. I get really bad stage fright. But what I figured out, what I figured out, also, well, now I'm being interviewed. I hate this. Oh, I God, I don't it. want to talk about myself. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but what I realized is, like, I think that's why I like content creation so much is because I just kind of get to be myself and I get to be myself on my own terms and I don't have that pressure to, like, perform. It's mm-hmm. just kind of like, hey, I want to figure out how to make blue paint like they did in the 1500s, which is literally one of the videos that I'm working on right now. Nice. And so we pitched this idea um, to a producer and she was like, that's a phenomenal idea. Go make up a, a pilot. Go make a like a test, like web series version. And and maybe even make a couple of episodes. Here, here you go, go with God. Um, and so like, yeah, and it like spiraled. It spiraled so quickly. Like it went from like, oh yeah, like literally three days. In three days, we went from like joking about like this show happening to like we had penguin magic calling us and being like, Yes we want to work with you. We'll give you our theater. Like you can come shoot here. So we're like flying to Columbus to go shoot. Like, it's like, what is happening to my life? I have no idea. It's terrifying. <laughs> I'm scared. I keep like crying. I've been crying a lot. Oh, no. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, but I have a very important follow-up question. Okay. What is your favorite horror movie? Oh, I, I you. actually, okay. <laughs> I am somebody who I have list upon list of like, 10 favorite horror movies, okay. 10 favorite songs. And there'd be like based on here and then based overall. I like <laughs> this because I'm also fervently a person. Like I can't choose one favorite movie. That's impossible. So right? yeah, I was like, like top, top five, top five. And then we're, I'm going to compare my list to yours. Oh, so no. I'm, I'm, I'm curious. What if our friendship no, is ruined in this No, moment? I feel like it's either going to be like, oh, we have the same movies or it's going to be like, oh my God, you haven't seen. And then we're going to have to, <laughs> it'll be great. Okay. Uh, all right. I love the ring okay the okay ring. okay i love uh the exorcist I do okay that one. uh i love this is kind of a new entry but i love this movie called x okay i haven't uh, seen that one. Oh, it's like a porno horror movie it's very strange experience you had me a porno so. <laughs> i knew i'd get to <laughs> um alien oh, okay i love alien um what would be a good final Oh, you know what I do? I'm, okay, this is sort of a throwaway one, but I also have a list of children's movies that are terrifying. Okay. Um, and at the top of that is Watership Down. Terrifying. Yeah. So scary. <laughs> yeah. See, I really like campy horror movies. Like campy horror movies yeah. are my favorite. So like um, Cabin in the Woods. I, yep. lo- I fucking love that movie. But you know what is a banger of a movie that nobody ever talks about? Ghost Ship. ghost ship is fucking fantastic that movie goes so hard on that opening scene and then the rest of the movie is just hot garbage i love that movie so much that's good Um, and also the the house house on the hill or haunted house on the the, with where the lawyer splits i like that one oh yeah very campy but it's fun Uh um well i did that cool thing where i wanted to have you on to have like a serious conversation about women in podcasting and then we just bullshitted around for half an hour which is honestly my brand my whole brand so it's fine uh so as we close i have one last 
very important question for you. Um, this is a question that we ask everybody who comes on the podcast. Okay. Um, it's very serious, so prepare your body. Oh God. Um, would you rather? <laughs> would you rather? Magically overnight, you wake up tomorrow night. You can either A, speak every language in the world, or B, play every musical instrument in the world, like expert level. Speak every language. Mm-hmm. I was like, I knew, I always know going in that I was going to say that, but I remember what you said at the beginning, and I was like, I already know Annie's answer. <laughs> but I was like, it's like, I know a lot of instruments, not well, but I do. Same. Uh, yeah. <laughs> What's the weirdest instrument you play? Uh, French horn, probably. I, and That's I always a good that. one. Yeah. So I went, again, I went to a very small school uh, and our marching band had 30 people and I was determined to keep it afloat. So every year I switched instruments. I only say French horn is weird because I feel like not as many people in my circle have heard it. I don't want to denigrate any French horn players. It is not weird. It was weird for me. <laughs> I just, I love French horn. I think French horn is a beautiful instrument. And also, once again, uh, there were 20 four people in my high school marching oh band because we are the same fucking person i'm just creeped out now at this point like i'm genuinely like, a little like, bit like you and i'm trying right? to like <laughs> just like i have become you your life. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh last uh but not leastly if you could have dinner with any we'll say four characters in the star wars universe oh who would you have dinner with and I told you these were going to be hard-hitting journalistic questions. Aren't you glad you took an hour out of your day to fuck around with me? <laughs> You're so good. Um, who would you have dinner with and why? Okay. Well, I'm kind of boring. I would say Luke Skywalker and Leia Organa because I have huge crushes on both of them. Yeah, obviously. Um, obviously. I think Mala from the holiday special. Um, yeah. Because okay. she, we see her cooking. Like, yeah. she makes those cookies. She makes the, like... Bantha roast? Bantha surprise, excuse me. And also I would talk about her relationship with Chewbacca because I think there's something missing there. Um ooh. oh and Ewok. I would wicked Ewok. Yeah. Because I just think they might have really interesting food scene and alcohol scene, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. <laughs> Thank you. Very good. Mine is just Lando. I would just be like, everybody oh, else is uninvited, and yes. then I would just hit on Lando for like the entire over and over. That's He's it. definitely, yeah, that's a good cho- good choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyways, uh, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for taking this ridiculous half hour out of your day. I really appreciate it. Uh, tell the peoples where they can find you on all the stuff, all the things. Uh, yes, you can find me on the podcast Stuff I've Never Told You. We're on the big social medias and the podcast Saver, spelled the American way, so I know you in that one. Uh, and then also uh, you can find me on social media. I'm not super active, but I will respond if you message me. And my name is A-N-N-E-Y or E-E-S-E. And it's just like that on all the social media. Awesome. Annie, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. It was so fun. <laughs>